Behind the Shades. We live in a society where we want things immediately. We want a quick fix. We want a pill to take. Um, and, you know, we're, we're dealing with, you know, three kids in sports. So we're going through drive throughs or when we're not taking the time to map out our week, right? Um, and when you do those daily lifestyle things, it's not going to be an overnight shift. And, and that can feel frustrating because it takes time doing those things consistently um, to, to really get the benefit of them. If you do it once a week, you're not going to see the benefit, right? Um, but it's, it's a matter of planning out your week. When I map out my week on my, my planner, I have, um, okay, you know, here's my work tasks. Here's, you know, so-and-so's got a doctor's appointment. My other kid's got, you know, a, a baseball game or whatever. And they look at my calendar and say, okay, we're on this day, on Monday, I have this, um, you know, I have a 10-minute break here and I have a 30-minute break here. And I plan it out, map it out. Because no one's, I don't know anyone that's just sitting around eating bonbons all day waiting to make these shifts. You know, everyone's busy. Most people are somewhat overwhelmed by their schedules. And so there's that saying, if you uh, fail, if, if you plan, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? And so it's about taking on a Sunday, take 30 minutes with your planner and um, integrate in those rest and play activities with your schedule. You know, pick one aspect of your health to start shifting. So when I'm designing health rebuilding, roadmaps with people, um, typically based on functional lab work that shows all the biochemical stressors in their body. But when I'm creating that, I do it based on the DRESS acronym, which is diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and then therapeutic supplementation when warranted by lab works. I'm not one of those people that just fling someone, you know, because that's not, that's not going to do any good. Um, and so diet, you know, if you want to start with diet, you know, gluten, dairy, corn, um, sugar. They're some of the most inflammatory foods out there. Pick one and reduce it. See how you feel. Or you can go a whole 30 or start eating paleo. Um, you know, maybe it's just sugar. Maybe you're, you need to actually have a very good conversation with yourself. When I am stressed out, how am I coping? Am I coping with sugar? Am I coping with a food addiction? Am I coping with late night, you know, Netflix binges? So I'm not taking care of my sleep. Um, am I coping with Amazon shopping? You know, we have to be honest with ourselves. Um, and coping truly is, we may think like, well, I'm, or I'm going to, um, you know, that, that I'm not going to let that person talk to me that way, or I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's all about, people think it's about somebody else, but it's not, you know, self-care boundaries, coping is about, about what, what I am going to do. What is my response going to be? How am I choosing to take care of myself. Um, and when we stop making it about somebody else, that puts the responsibility back on us, which can feel scary. You know, it's easy to not take care of yourself when, when it's somebody else's fault. You know, when it's, you know, when you can, you're focusing on everyone else around you, but it's no one's responsibility but your own. And so start mapping it out. Choose one of the categories. You know, is it movement? You know, some people are like, I just don't, I don't, I don't really like to exercise. I don't want to go to the gym and lift weights. Don't go on a hike, take a dance class, 
you know, um, it, it garden, find a way to move your body that lights you up. That feels really good for me. One of the biggest aspects of my mental health is walking. I go for walks. I go for a walk daily, ideally, um, because that makes me feel so good. Um, so, you know, it, it's just a matter of um, starting with one thing, taking responsibility. Again, it's what I am going to do. And know that there's no such thing. If you, if you want long-term better health, there's no such thing as a magic pill to take. It doesn't exist unless you just want to be on pharmaceuticals all the rest of your life uh, to manage some diagnosed condition, which I don't think anybody really wants to do. For me, as I got older, I realized that my self-care routine was changing, right? Because I required different activities to get where I wanted. Is that something that you go through with your clients as well, where it's adapting versus it being this fixed thing, do yeah. this, do do this, do this, and you continue forward? A hundred percent. You know, I'm 44 years old. When I was 30, my self-care looked different from 35 than it looks different than I'm 44. Um, and, and I think when you make your self-care routine a um, strict, rigid thing, that in of itself becomes a stressor, right? People are like, okay, I have, I have to do 30 minutes of self-care a day. And if I don't, then I'm going to be failing at life. No, don't do that to yourself. Um, I have my clients make what's called a self-care buffet. And it's a PDF I send them. And it's where you can list low energy activities, medium energy activities, and high energy activities. And I say in the morning, check in with yourself. Ask yourself, what would make me feel really good today? Is it a low energy activity? Is it going to sit you know, in, in outside and feeling the breeze on your face? Is it going for a walk? Um, is it like having a dance party in the kitchen with your kids? You know, what is it? Um, and it can be this fluid thing. If you, if you make it this rigid um, concept, you're gonna stop doing it. It's gonna stop being fun. It should be fun. It should be delightful. And, you know, that's why I like this, the idea of making that list because um, just like when someone you're thinking, oh, you're driving, like, oh, I want to eat at that restaurant. Oh, that restaurant looks good. But as soon as someone says, hey, where do you want to go eat? They're like, I have no idea. I can't think of any places, right? And so if you have that list already made for you um, or that you've made for yourself, um, you have it to pull from and it doesn't have to be like a huge thinking activity. Um, and self-care should change. You know, my self-care when I was single and with no kids is different than, you know, being married for almost 20 years and having three kids. Um, and, and that's okay. And it can, it can vary from week to week. Don't put yourself in the self-care box. You know, it, it, it's, it doesn't have to be um, that way. It should be flexible. It should be fluid. It should grow as you grow, right? As you start biohacking your lifestyle, yeah, maybe it started out with a 10-minute walk, and maybe a year later, you're doing a 10-mile hike, you know? It, you sh- it, your self-care activities should grow as you grow. And you mentioned a good point where you said that um, from different stages in your life, like we mentioned age, right? As you got older, we also mentioned if you're in a relationship and if you're not in a relationship, it may change as well. Is a self-care that, if I were to look at it as someone that's not in a relationship, 
can I have my self-care be, okay, this is the self-care I needed when I was single and free versus, okay, I'm in a relationship now. How about I do a self-care with the person I'm in a relationship? Does that happen? Oh, 100%. Um, and I know for me personally, I'm, I'm a total introvert extrovert, extrovert. I'm both. And it depends on the situation, right? Um, and sometimes I am fueled um, by being with somebody else and spending that time. And sometimes I'm like, I need alone time. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just need to be by myself for a little while. Um, and so right now, or at my phase of life, you know, self-care activity I was out for two hours at the park, you know, playing ball with my kids. That was self-care for me because I'm outside, I'm in the sun, I'm moving my body, I'm playing with the kids. Um, it's fun, you know, a self-care activity. If say, maybe you don't have kids, but you have a, a partner, it could be getting outside and going on a hike. It could be um, getting um, kayaks and, you know, kayaking on the lake. You know, um, I think that, that it's although important to integrate in all the types. And, and again, it starts with a conversation. You know, what makes me feel good? Um, for me, I have found most often that play rejuvenates me more than rest, like taking a nap or something like that. Um, I um, get more filled up. My cerebral gets more filled up by, um, you know, going and hanging out with a friend than maybe taking a bath, right? So again, it doesn't have to be, Self-care doesn't have to look a certain way. Make it look like you need it to look like. So if that's spending time with your partner after a long, busy week, if that's doing something fun with a kid, or if that's doing something alone because you need that alone time, then make it what you need. It's about you, you know? And, and it, again, depending on your season of life, depending on your relationship status between single, kids, whatever, it doesn't have to be self-care. It doesn't have to be only about you or only with somebody else. It should have, you should have a variety of things to focus on.